You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Welcome to How to Talk to Girls, your source for dating, attraction, relationships, sex, and everything with talking to girls and how to get them attracted to you. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know if this is your first time or maybe your 55th time because I believe we are on the 55th episode. No, no, 56th. Wow. 56th episode of How to Talk to Girls, and we got just so many more great episodes coming your way a couple times a week now, so uh, be sure to check in, and they're updating constantly because I got so much to say. This episode is sponsored by Spartagen XT, and if you haven't heard of Spartagen XT, well, now's the time to listen up. If you want to boost your testosterone and boost your libido, then I highly suggest that you check this out. All you gotta do is go to SpartanLibido.com, S-P-A-R-T-A-N-L-I-B-I-D-O.com. And I am just one of the biggest proponents of this product, okay? Basically what it helps you do is it's an all natural pill that's gonna really increase your confidence back in the bedroom, okay? So it's gonna give you stronger erections, it's gonna give you stamina, Okay, and the best part about it this is it's all natural. It's made up of Tunket Ali, Tribulus, vitamin B6, magnesium, and vitamin D. Okay, so this is completely natural ingredients, and it's just the best answer to, you know, not having to use any of those pharmaceuticals. Okay, and I'm against using any of those pharmaceutical stuff. You really want to go all natural, and this stuff works. Okay, I've used it, and trust me, it is definitely the way to go if you really want to take it to the next level in the bedroom with the girls that you're with. Okay, so check it out, SpartanLibido.com. I'm going to put that link, if you're confused on how to spell that, in the description of this podcast, S-P-A-R-T-A-N-L-I-B-I-D-O, SpartanLibido.com. Go check it out. Check it out for yourself. It is, uh, it's the way to go in terms of really rocking it with the girls that you end up getting to bed, okay? Speaking of the bedroom, we're going to be talking about something today that is going to help you in terms of what it really takes to get a girl to be interested in you sexually. Something that I've talked about on a previous YouTube video. It's the number one thing that makes a girl want to sleep with you. But we're going to be going a little bit more in depth today on this podcast. And if you've checked out that video, and you might know what I'm talking about, but I'm gonna I'm gonna veer off a little bit into something just a little bit different. And if you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, well, don't worry, because we're gonna talk about it in just a second. Okay, very cool. So some quick announcements. If you don't know already, if you leave a review on iTunes and take a screenshot of it and email it to me, trip at tripadvice.com. What happens is I'm gonna hook you up for free and give you access to one of my favorite courses that I've ever created called Conversation That Gets You Dates. And it's an entire breakdown of basically how to talk to girls. And I'm sure you're interested in that because you're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. So if you want to learn how to talk to girls and you want that course, well, go get it. But 
all you gotta do is leave a review. Hopefully it's nice, uh, but I do want your absolute honesty. So go ahead, leave a review, take a screenshot, email me, trip at tripadvice.com, and we'll get that answered, okay? Uh, what else? Well, you can also get even more questions answered. All you gotta do is call in 323-432-0025 to the How to Talk to Girls hotline, the famous hotline that is going to uh, give you access to me directly. Leave a voicemail, and what we'll do is we'll answer your question here on the podcast. Very simple, okay? Very cool. Uh, and also, don't forget, you can pick up your free gift at tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. Okay, go ahead and do that if you haven't already. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're going to have to find out for yourself. You're going to have to go to tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. Podcast dash gift. Go check it out. All right? Very cool. So what are we talking about today? Today we're going to talk about something very interesting in terms of what it is that women really need in terms of when they make the decision to actually go ahead and sleep with you. So if you don't know already, men and women are just, we're wired differently, okay? We're wired differently. Uh, a lot of it has to do with evolutionary reasons. Uh, the fact that, you know, women, they have to really protect themselves in a lot of ways uh, when it comes to sex. Because if any accidents happen, it turns into a nine-month ordeal, okay? And of course, these days, you can get an abortion and take care of that. Uh, but at the same time, that's still a big ordeal, right? So if a girl gets pregnant, it's huge. So she has to be very cautious with who she sleeps with, okay? Men, on the other hand, we don't have to technically be as cautious. Of course, you know, there's STDs and things like that, but, uh, you know, we can't get pregnant. So it's not as much of a risk for us as it could be for a woman. So women have to kind of pick and choose wisely who they're going to have sex with. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I was having an interesting conversation the other day with a female friend of mine, and I was telling her about these interesting YouTube videos that people have been putting up. Maybe you've seen them, by the way. And no, I'm not talking about my YouTube channel. I'm actually talking about, um, I don't know, there's a ton of different videos, um, like what I'm about to tell you. These videos where it's like a social experiment, okay? And a guy will go up to 100 different girls and just go up to her and say, hey, do you want to have sex with me? That's all they'll say. Hey, do you want to have sex with me? Do that 100 times to 100 different girls. And most of these videos, if you check them out, you'll see that pretty much without fail, every single girl says no. Now, on the other hand, they've done some YouTube videos, social experiments, where a girl goes up to a hundred different guys and asks the same question. Hey, do you want to go have sex with me? And I don't remember exactly what the percentage was, but it was something very high, something between like 70 and 90% of the guys uh, said yes. And I think the only guys who ended up saying no, or not, not only, but most of the guys who said no, had a girlfriend or a wife or something like that. Uh, but that just kind of goes to show you that women are uh, not really open to just having sex right away as much as a man would. Now, of course, you know, you can have casual sex with a woman. Women are interested in casual sex, but it's a little bit harder to get them to just do that uh, out of nowhere. And so I was talking to my female friend about this, and and she said, well, first I said to her, I said, I think one of the reasons why a lot of women won't do that is because of this idea of slut shaming, right? So a lot of women are 
shamed when they are being promiscuous with men, aka being slutty, and their friends uh, will give them, you know, will give them shit for it. Unlike guys, you know, you talk about a girl they had sex with last week, you'll probably get a high five, right? So it's a little bit different. The culture is a little bit different between the sexes. Now, she happened to agree, but also said that that's not really the reason why. And I was like, oh, well, what's the reason? And it's funny, she ended up telling me something that I kind of already knew, but I realized I really didn't have that on the forefront of my brain. She told me, well, the reason why a lot of girls won't do that is because of safety reasons. And then I was like, oh, of course. And then I told her I made a video on this, right? I made a YouTube video on this uh, where the number one thing that it takes for a woman to sleep with you is trust, right? And trust and safety go hand in hand with each other. But I wanted to just dive a little bit into this idea of safety, right? And this idea that women need to feel safe with you. And of course, if she feels safe, that means she trusts you. But I believe it really all starts with safety uh, before she sleeps with you, before she does anything with you. So this isn't just about having sex. This is about her actually going on a date with you, okay, and meeting up with you. And I'm reading Aziz Ansari's book called Modern Romance, and there's a little section in there that talks about online dating. And it even says that there are women out there who need more messages with a guy on online dating before she'll meet up with him. Now, it's funny because a lot of sociologists have proven that it's actually way better to just do a few quick messages and then go on the date, right? Message back and forth maybe three to six times and then kind of go for it. It's the most efficient way and it's the best way to really seal the deal on actually meeting up and, and being successful with online dating because the whole idea is to meet up. But there are some women out there that won't do that, right? And that makes sense. Of course, they don't want to just meet some stranger uh, from online dating after talking to him for, I don't know, three messages, right? Two to three messages or even one message. So this idea of safety is so crucial, okay, in your mating process, in your courting process, so to speak. And if you don't make a woman feel safe, it is highly, highly unlikely that you will be able to take it far with her in this courting process. Okay, it's going to be very difficult. Women want to know that you're a trustworthy, safe guy. And I have a prime example. Here's a quick story of an ex-girlfriend of mine. I remember when we first started dating, this was a while ago too. This is when my game, so to speak, wasn't really on par. Uh, but a while ago, we were dating this girl. And I remember we just came from a concert, but we drove separately. Okay, and we were going to head back to my place after the concert. What ended up happening was we ended up walking over to my car because it was like right in front of the venue, and you know we're in front of my car, and I was telling her directions on how to get back to my place, and she's like, "Okay, cool." And uh, then there was kind of like a weird little silence there, and then I was like, "All right, cool. So I'll see you there." And she goes, "Oh, okay," and she walks to her car. I didn't think anything of it. She gets to her car. I get in my car, we drive back to my place, we get inside, and she's got this kind of smug look on her face, and I'm noticing something's off, so I'm like, hey, what's wrong? She goes, you know, that wasn't really cool what you did back there, and here I am thinking like, whoa, did I make a wrong turn? Did I give her the wrong directions? Like, what happened here? What happened here? And so she goes on to tell me, and she's very, very upset by this, by the way, which was a big learning lesson for me. 
She was very upset by this. She goes, you know, I think it was really rude that you just let me walk to my car alone. And, you know, you didn't come with me. And of course, as a logical guy, right, I'm sitting here thinking, well, why didn't you just tell me to do that, right? Why didn't you just tell me to come with you if you felt that unsafe? And again, it wasn't really about, you know, her being completely safe from strangers. Of course it was. But the other half of this was making sure that she was with a guy that was going to keep her safe. You know, she knew that she'd probably be okay if she ended up going to the car alone. But it was almost a test to see if I would come with her. And I failed. And, you know, you might be sitting here thinking, well, I don't want to be with a girl who's going to test me and all those things. And, and I understand that. You know, I, I didn't really love that aspect either of it. But at the end of the day, it was still such a big lesson to me that she wanted to make sure that the guy she's with is going to do anything to be able to, to protect her and to keep her safe. So it's not even just about being the guy who's safe, right? The guy who's going to make, who's going to be safe, like, you know, you're not going to be a rapist or a killer. Uh, but it's important that you're going to be the guy that's going to make sure that she's protected throughout basically the course of you guys being together all the way through, through, through death, right? If you end up getting married with her through death, you know, do you part? That she's going to be the guy who's going to make her feel safe, okay? So that is just something that you really got to think about when you're going out and you're dating girls. And a lot of this is really just basic chivalry, right? There's a lot of moves in chivalry, you know, things that you might have heard before. Um, you know, here's one, basically uh, walking on the curbside of the street when you guys are walking together. Okay, so let's say you're walking on the sidewalk. You're going to be on the side closest to the street. She'll be on the inside, right? That's a very chivalrous, chivalrous move, but it's a way of keeping her kind of safe from the cars. Um, another thing would be, you know, walking her to her car, which I absolutely failed on that one. And of course, you know, with this girl we made up and, and I never, you know, let her feel unsafe again. I realized how important that was to her. And at the end of the day, some girls are going to be a little bit more independent than others. Not every single girl that you date is going to be, you know, testing you or looking for those, um, there's basically safety points or making sure you're protecting her. Uh, nowadays, you know, women are much more independent and they're taking care of themselves and, and that's fantastic. But at the same time, what I want to teach you, what the big lesson here on this episode is I still want you to do those things. Okay, Not only is it the chivalrous move, but it's really just the nice thing to do and you never know. Because even when the girl says, and I've said this before, I hope you understand, what a girl says isn't necessarily what she always means, right? So if a girl says that she's you know independent, she can take care of herself, that doesn't mean that if you go out of your way to do something nice or to do something that's going to quote-unquote protect her or make her feel safe, that she's not going to appreciate it, okay? She will appreciate it. And I'll tell you something. If a girl doesn't appreciate you doing something like that, I don't know if this girl's worth dating. That's just my opinion, you know? You're just trying to do the nice thing, and I think that's a totally cool thing to do. So, so keep that in mind. Keep that in mind the next time you're dating a new girl that it's really just the cool nice chivalrous move to do to make her feel safe and of course when she feels safe when she feels this trust from you attraction is what sparks next okay and that's going to make her want to be more sexual with you and that's going to make her like you more and want to spend more time with you and it's really going to just be this great domino effect of of 
you know, you guys growing your relationship together or sexual relationship together, whatever it is, you know, you two are looking for. So, so those are some examples right there. Some other examples of what you can do to make a woman feel uh, trustworthy or safe is this idea of being non-judgmental. So I've talked about this before on a bunch of stuff, and it's so crucial. Really, it's just a, a it's a good way of living your life. It's a way. It's a lifestyle of being non-judgmental, of being open-minded. The second that you put any judgment on a person or in this case, a woman, they're not going to feel safe around you. They're not going to feel safe to open up around you. Okay, so now we're talking about more mentally safe, okay, like safe, like ego safe, then we're talking physically safe. But again, this is a huge part of it to making a woman open up to you. She's not going to feel open to you. She's not going to feel like she can confide in you and things if you spit out judgment. Okay, so try to keep any kind of uh, judgmental opinions to yourself. It's really just not a good way about going with socializing. Okay, and again, like I said, anybody. So if you make her feel bad for maybe things she's done in the past, or you um, make any judgment calls on who she is, on her character, based on superficial things like what she looks like, or maybe even something she says, if you make those judgment calls, she's going to feel like she can't talk to you about stuff, right? And then if she feels that way, attraction just completely dies. So take away some of these tips today and see how you can apply this to the next few dates that you go on or the next girls that you end up meeting, okay? Make sure that chivalry is a big part of your process in meeting women. Make sure that you practice non-judgment because non-judgment is an aphrodisiac. I'm telling you right now, when you don't spit any judgment, people feel connected to you so fast. It's kind of like the secret hack to getting people to like you, okay? But hopefully you're coming from a genuine place and you're not just doing that because I'm telling you to do it. Hopefully you're really actually practicing non-judgment in a, in a real way and you actually feel that way. And hopefully, truly hopefully, because you're a man, you do feel this need to protect and you do feel this need to kind of take care of and, and look after the people that you're with, your friends, your family, right? And especially the girl. Okay, especially the girl that you're with. And I want to do a little side note here as well is you don't want to be too overbearing. That's something I also heard from one of my female friends. She was telling me that when you're, uh, you know, when you're being really chivalrous and things like that, you don't want to be overboard, okay? Everything in moderation here because the second that you end up, you know, being a little bit too protective or let's call it overprotective, that's the point when it's actually a turnoff because you still got to let a woman be able to you know, be somewhat independent and be able to take care of herself. She's not a child. You don't want to treat her like a child. Okay, if you start doing that, then you're going to lose attraction. Okay, just imagine if someone was doing that to you, right? It's like that kind of brings you back to this idea of, of your mother, your father taking care of you, and uh, you don't want to be attracted to your mom or your dad, okay? You, you really don't, and that's kind of what it starts to remind the person of, of like an overprotective mother or father. So it's, it's just really... Uh, being very light and practicing this stuff in moderation when it comes to making her feel protected and safe, okay? So bring that out with you the next time you go on a date, okay? Cool. If you have any other questions that you want answered, go ahead and call 323-432-0025. That's the How to Talk to Girls hotline, and I will see you on the next episode, How to Talk to Girls.
Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com.